We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But I can't imagine there's a kid out there being like, Mom, get me some good pussy. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. My name is Hannah Dickinson. I'm here with Skylar Corby. And we're just shooting the motherfucking shit. We are. Uh, how about that article I sent you today? Okay, so we talked about that. We definitely talked about it on a previous episode, right? I think it's just more than one mom. More than one mom does shit like this? Do you want to read the headline? Yes. And that's all we need from a New York Post article, really, to get the convo going. <laughs> I, this is great. California mom who threw six sex parties for teen son searched online for, quote, hot 16-year-old teenage girls court docs yeah so this mom was like pimping out children for her son yes but like actively searching like do you think it was for her son or do you think it was for the dad and they have a weird sex ring and then she's like oh no it was for my son to like not have pedophilia charges i don't know i can't imagine number one being an accessory to anything like that which i guess is a good (laughs) self-check You didn't read the article and think, well, I might have a son one day. <laughs> you know what? Keep your options open. What if he just has difficulty talking to girls? Um, good choice. <laughs> I just, like, there was the whole thing. I don't know if you ever saw the documentary on Jared Fogle, which if you do, it's dark as shit. Like, you should not watch it. I have seen it. Okay. How did you do afterwards? I Most people that I talk to, I'm like, uh, I e- like I needed I even as if I'm like the beacon of happiness. I think I needed like three days after that to just be like, what the fuck is the world? Who are people? What is going on? Like this happens and it's a thing. You know, it's I was about to say funny, but I guess that's the wrong word is I was watching it and I was so depressed because I had just gotten fired and it was in the heat of summer. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? What am I? Get- where am I going? Yeah. Um, it just didn't phase me. Like I was like, everything is so dark. That makes sense. Where you're just like fucking, of course. Cause okay. So to summarize basically what happened aside from a lot of other shit, there was a mom to two teenage daughters who like, I think it was their stepdad, I guess, who married their stepdad and then was an accessory to him planting cameras in the stepdaughter's rooms and like watching them change and do all this shit. So he was a friend of Jared Fogle. So, (laughs) I mean, that's actually a very productive use of your time. But it was basically like, (laughs) nailed it. (laughs) You you accrued interest. 
So it was one of Jared Fogel's like partners on one of his foundations. Oh, and classic. it was supposed to be a whole thing where it's like, wait, how is this guy working with Jared and didn't know? And then you find out like, oh, he's also a major scumbag and <clears throat> was basically recording his teenage stepdaughters. It was supposed to be like a, oh, the mom is a cool mom and like helps the girls throw parties and get drunk with them and all this stuff. You're like, okay. So it's similar to this other mom, the New York Post mom. But then she also assisted her husband in recording her daughters. And like, I think, I forget if it was sold or what, but it was basically like he got arrested among other things on like child pornography charges. And then the mom was an accessory to it. And they were like interviewing the girls who I felt horrible for. Because their whole world is just like, not only it's your stepdad, but it's your actual mom. And I don't know, it was just disgusting. So you hear things like this and it's just like, is it a cool mom trying to be a cool mom? Or is it like a mom pedophile, a momophile? Even like the moms <clears throat> at our high school that would throw, let their kids drink in basements or whatever. You know, the, just a normal cool mom. I always thought that mom was so I guess because I wasn't invited to the parties, I was like, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what up? <laughs> Hannah's sitting there with like a police scanner just ready. <laughs> oh my God. In high school, I wasn't invited to parties, me and my friends. So we got one of those, um, what's it called? The police sirens with the, <laughs> <laughs> they sold them at Radio Shack yeah. for a hundred bucks. So one time we went to a party that we weren't invited to and we blared the si- siren and we're like, we know they're underage drinking. We're going to enter the house. We're going to enter the house. <laughs> God. And we saw like all the kids just from scatter. our high school just <laughs> scatter. <laughs> and then our guy friends were invited. Our group of guy friends were invited. Uh, and that's why we were so pissed we weren't. Right. And they were like, oh, my God, the cops just got like, oh no and they're like Bo jumped the fence and he got a scratch on his arm and we're like bummer <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah so um no i agree i always thought those i was like a narc and <laughs> i was the opposite of a cool mom if so facto um i mean to be fair i wasn't cool either i was invited to like three parties and a lot of the time I didn't drink because I was just so terrified. The only thing I found solid because I didn't ever wa- I was had such a fear of getting in trouble. Still do. I still do, too. T- all the My time. mom's like, call me. And I'm like, why did I do something? Are you mad at me? <laughs> what did I do? Is everyone OK? Or I'm a bitch to my mom. And I'm like, you have every right to be mad at me. But I'm like still scared of what you're going to say back. But like, I remember I liked those moms because I wasn't nervous because I'm like, we can't get in trouble here because the parents are here. But hindsight I was like what the fuck were you doing because like number one you either had a ton of high school girls crying or puking in your basement bathroom knowingly and you're like that had to be a weird thing to reconcile like just going to bed and being like don't worry Jerry like we'll clean it up tomorrow I'm just being like god damn it it was also just like what are you like why is this okay with you? Because it's never the Regina George's mom like, I'd rather you do it in the house. It was like, would you? Because I feel like we're about to ruin your fucking basement. Like it wasn't safer because you were in the house because even if you were in the house and provided the alcohol, we still had older kids or somebody's brother or something bringing alcohol in and like shoving it through a basement window. I think it's one thing to look the other way. Yeah. And it's another thing to provide alcohol for your kid. And it's another thing to Google hot teenage girls in your area and try to hook them up with your son. Are you that big of a pushover? I just don't believe there's a... I I knew pushover moms in high school who like 
their kids would be like, where's our snacks? <laughs> we got home, you know, it was like, <laughs> you better have dinner made, mom, you know, and they'd be like, oh, okay, sorry, sweetie. You yeah. know, like they, they could push their moms around, but I can't imagine there's a kid out there being like, mom, get me some good pussy. <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I just think that's, I read the article, but I, 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 I say I read the article. I read the headline that I sent it to you. Yeah. But <laughs> and as far as this got. But that is New York Post. I'm like, where do they find these people? They're like, girl's mad because her boyfriend likes to have sex with stuffed animals. I'm like, first of all, did the New York Post find you or did they find the New York Post? Because yeah. it's always headlines where I'm like, this could have just been swept under the rug. This is a completely no one needed to talk private about situation yeah. that you were reporting on. Yes. Anyway, I hope um, I hope that mom didn't find any children. How old were you when you lost your virginity? <laughs> old enough <laughs> old enough for it to be a mistake on everyone's part <laughs> old enough <laughs> yeah i was old enough too i was 20 i think yeah 1920 officially yeah <laughs> then yeah th- there were a couple tries there were a couple things out in the woods that i'm not proud of but i know things didn't go down in high school i wore basketball shorts and flip-flops and i'm like why isn't anyone asking me to prom yeah <laughs> like i matched my eyeshadow to my aeropostel popped collar things like you don't do that and then also expect to get to be a first round pick for homecoming (laughs) so when stories like this pop out and it's just like oh the hot girls I'm like I would also like to think that the hot girls at our high school were pretty smart girls and if they were getting pimped out by someone's mom would have been like this is gross and weird but I don't know what it's like I don't even know where this story took place but uh I guess let's guess where do you think it took place I think California or somewhere like a Michigan suburb. Oh, wait. I fucking... It's in the headline. New Jersey? No, it's California Mom. I bet it's like Fresno. Los Gatos, California. The Cats, California. <laughs> wait, so this is an old story then. The New York Post is... So really I think these are just new... Developments. Developments in an old story about a creepy mom. Which is good. Now I'm glad, like, they're aren't multiple they're not there. scattered this isn't out a thing there that moms do now this won't be a series on netflix called I mean, party will, moms but yeah but i'd rather it be uh i uh, mean party mom not all the party moms i think my biggest qualm with the jared fogel documentary is how long it was well it's because they kept throwing up trigger warnings and stuff too i'm like trust me i'm four episodes into this i'm as traumatized as you can be just let her rip well it's interesting they do that because it's like yeah if you're watching a jared fogel documentary what is it gonna be about the meats yeah i'm <laughs> like the fact that they rebranded recently like no i know what i'm watching it's fine let's just fucking rip off the band-aid and make me feel disgusting so with this woman the new development <coughs> sorry not a smoker yet New report by the news said her cell phone contained evidence of her Google searches for things, including good books with young sex. So like young adult sex scenes, like YA novels, which is fucking weird. Like Twilight? Yes. Along with several videos of undressed underage girls, including TikTok. That's why I don't think these were for her son. It sounds like a suppressed lesbian who likes little girls. She's yeah, a she's pedophile. a suppressed pedophile lesbian. And then she's le- blaming it on her son? That's yeah. a mind fuck. Yeah, what a scapegoat, too. That sucks. I think what's scary about becoming adults is realizing that, like, there are crazy people all around. Yes. 
And I think it's also like in the case of that, it's like it's probably some it is like some blonde suburban mom. And you're like, yeah, no, a ton of those. All right. What's wrong with being blonde? <laughs> a blonde suburban mom. It's like <laughs> Joey. Check her trunk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Check her trunk. But also you're like, I know that person like that person has existed in and around me. So and then you start to like get to know other adults or you see influencers online and they're like pimping out their kids, which I still think is very creepy. Oh, have you seen that documentary? Haven't seen the documentary, but I did read a book recently about it where it was like about influencers and just made me dislike them a lot. Well, it's about the the two Mormon. Yeah, this was about it, too. I forget. It might have been about the same ones. The, the They're like lifestyle bloggers, influencers. Yeah. And then they're abusing their kids like on camera, thinking it's a proper way to discipline the child. And yeah. then I recently saw this. I didn't watch the whole thing because it was pretty disturbing. But the kid like ran away and they were like keeping them chained. But they had like hundreds of thousands of followers on TikTok. And we're like, we're one big happy family because we know how to discipline our kids. And meanwhile, the kids are getting full blown abu- yeah. abused. Ew. It's wild. Yeah, it's just shit like that. It's like, I can't imagine. Like, I mean, I can't imagine it because I don't have kids, so there's that. But <laughs> can't imagine abusing can't them because I do not imagine being a parent myself. No. But no, it's... But uh, it's just like, like, I understand that the internet has, like, fucked us all up royally in the head. Like, it has. It's fine. We're It's clear in everybody. But it is also just, like, I feel like I would hope I would have... I would know where the line was. Like, not really putting my kids online. I just can't imagine... I guess baby pictures are... I just can't imagine growing up on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, even, like, these fucking Vanderpump Rules girls, they have their own Instagrams for their kids, and it's so weird. That's more cringy to me than, like, dog Instagrams where it's speaking for the dog. Like, if it's just, like, this is my dog or this is Miley, I like that. It's when you start talking, like, where are my parents? (laughs) And shit like that. I... (laughs) nothing grinds my gears more than dog s- speak i can't do it i hate it so much have you much. seen the instagram where um it's like a guy pimped out this dog house and he does instagram like sketches with his golden retriever and it is i mean the guy's a bad actor but what do you expect but <laughs> <laughs> i'm like the fact that this guy has a, this dog has a million followers and his dad can't act for shit <laughs> pisses can't me off can't pull it together <laughs> yeah I'm like, the dog's a better actor than you. <laughs> okay. The dog's like, you know how they do the, they'll put the paw to pretend like they're doing the work or yeah. whatever, like housework. I'm like, I believe that more than I believe the owner. <laughs> that dog is a craftsman. <laughs> <laughs> Take an acting class, bitch. You, sir, need to go to the learning annex. But it's so cringy. And uh, yeah, I, I do think it is weirdly dog abuse. Like Miley hates the camera. Okay. She just tore her wig apart and i do have an instagram for her but i post maybe once a year and also it's a photo it's just like the whole personification of it i'm like i want to see your dog i love cute dogs that's all i all day long that's what i'm sending back and forth to multiple members of my family and then my friends but when there's voiceover it's when there's voiceover or like quotes or anything like that where it's just like I can't even do it because it just like it, I'll, I'll vomit all over this microphone. Like it's just the dog speak or anything like that. Like doggo, no, don't don't That's come near me I with any of that. That's how I feel about Mama on 
Instagram when she's like, I love my baby. Happy mama. I'm a mama. Here's to all my mamas oh, out there. Oh. See, I know I'm going to talk to my child like they're a 35-year-old man. Regardless, I'll just be like, hey, what are you doing? Like, they'll be crying. I'll be like, that's enough. That's how I'm going to parent. And or like, that's how I talk to my nieces and nephews. Like, everyone else comes in. They're like, oh, my God, how are you? I'm like, I'm like, what's up, Wes? What's, how's it going? How are you? Are you good? Oh, that's so weird. Like, I can't talk to a kid like a little kid. I, you know, having a dog. Hey, you talk to little Miley. Because we get to talk to Miley. But we're not hindering her speech in any way. <laughs> She's <laughs> never going to talk back. She's not going to be cats? developmentally behind in yeah, kindergarten. That's so true. Imagine that you raise a child and they talk like this. Because that's how you talk to them. No. Yeah. I, it's the, it's the, to all my mamas out there. I mm-hmm. hate that. Mm. Stay strong, mamas. <laughs> I think it also depends on how you say it. Mamas, fine. Mamas, <laughs> can't do it. No, oh. but like, is that how you read the captions? Yes, of course. Mamas. Hey, mamas. All my strong mamas out there. You're doing great, mamas. No. That did make me cringe. I, like, I feel like if I were to be giving, oh, if I'm giving birth and I have one nurse in there, in any possible way that's just like you are such a strong mama i'll be like ryan punch her in the face well that's what you discuss with your doctor before yeah you have it. you're like okay we're not going to use the word mamas no rule number one i need you to talk to me in a normal voice the entire time even yell at me a little bit that isn't would be fine mama isn't mama isn't that cultural appropriation <laughs> anyway <Yes. laughs> isn't it mama and it puppy? is now <laughs> if it'll help us get ahead of this issue, I will commit. White woman hears our protest. Stop saying mama. That's not. <laughs> White women hear my prayer. <laughs> Is it Italian? Mama. Mama. I think so. Yeah, you'd think. <laughs> Google Siri. What language? Here, let's you ask think Siri. I have Siri turned on, please. Oh, <laughs> no. translate though. I do have that app. Skylar, what does mama? Yeah. Just type in what language is mama? <laughs> <laughs> my phone is gonna implode and be like you're such a fucking moron you're gonna start to get baby um i already oh. do it's my my phone thinks i'm six months pregnant and sometimes i'm inclined to believe it what what languages say mama Ma- see i can't i'm saying it like an instagram okay english yes french french is maman italian is mama with two m's german is mama or mutter german's gross sorry with one dutch motor okay so it, it is italian we'll just mostly italian japanese also does mama so again i think everybody does it's just whether or not it's a fish i don't know yeah i just feel like if we can make it a hate crime somehow <laughs> i think we could really <laughs> fix this problem get a hate crime against the utah influencer moms should be very easy to instigate yeah, but I don't even know if they use the term mama. I feel like they use it more than anyone. All Because the, they all live in, they're like hill people, but just better hair. So they all just live in their little McMansion community. And they're just going around, in, probably in golf carts, just to all their mamas. My God, my strong mamas. Oh, God. It's so. I don't want to do it too much because then I'm going to do it ironically and then stop doing it ironically. <laughs> yeah, you're going to become a mama. See, it was like, I feel like now that I'm 31, I, you know, I saw all the bachelorette parties. I saw like bride, like Mrs. To be like, you know, like all that shit. Mm -hmm. And that didn't bother me. The mama stuff. 
I don't know why it really gets it. I'm just like, I guess because uh, <laughs> maybe it's jealousy. No, <laughs> I, I I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I hate mothers so goddamn much. <laughs> it's mom influencers. Yes. Because it's like, look what we have to do all day. And then it's like people who are our age. And I'm like, this was your fucking choice. Yeah. Like, it's a job, but it's a job you created, literally. And now I feel like the Instagram community of mamas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I do feel like there's this, there's a group of white women influencers who are like, moms out there everywhere know. And it's like, you don't have to be a mother to assess the situation. Like, you, you can't solve the Middle East with your baby. Yeah. So like and like <laughs> you can't solve the Middle East with your baby and then plug a kite baby code for 15 percent off if you use Jessica 15. Like what's a kite baby? I don't see again. I follow too many of these people. And I'm just getting fed things. I happen to know that it's like a child brand. I don't know. It's a clothing brand for kids. It doesn't matter. Point is like you don't get to throw in your two cents in a really just like what's the word I'm looking for? Just like disconnected way, but then loop it back around to you to make it benefit you. I just can't imagine as a baby, if my mom was an influencer, that would drive me. And I want to be on screen. Yeah. This is like your thing. The part I don't get and the part that the book that I read kind of got into, and I'm sure this uh, documentary touched on it too, is just like, it's one thing if it's like your seven-year-old and you're like, hey, like if you want your kid to be a child actor and you're like, hey, we're going to go do these things and they're on commercial, they're in commercials, but they actually really actively want to be doing that. Like a Leonardo DiCaprio. He wanted to be an actor. Yeah. A Selena Gomez. Your parents like pick up, move from Texas, go and get you on Barney. And that's where your life started because you wanted to do it. Great. But when it's your one-year-old who has no say in anything and you're just like, look at her cute outfit. It's from Kite Baby. And she's sitting there being forced to model it. I'm like, isn't that fucking weird? Or like when you're posting when you're posting pictures of like your kid in the bathtub and you're like, oh, all of these bath toys are 50% off at blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, take a step back. That's your naked child in a bathtub and this is the internet. Like, think it through. That is so Because wild. what do you do when that kid grows up and then you're like, all right, nothing on the internet goes away. That would be a funny um, television show is a baby influencer grown up <laughs> yes. and they're just in rehab. I was going to say, I think that show exists. <laughs> it's called Celebrity Rehab. Is Celebrity Rehab a show? It was. Didn't last long, probably because they realized on VH1 that it was a wee bit insensitive. Yeah. I, I'm like, is it, <laughs> is it still? still? Is it still <laughs> on? Are they casting? <laughs> you know what would be sad? They're like, you fit the mental health bill, but just physically and you're uh, following, we can't have you on the show. <laughs> like ah, foiled again. they're like you're perfect in every way just not known well enough to go on <laughs> celebrity rehab <laughs> give it a few more goes in regular rehab and maybe you'll get there <laughs> keep posting videos though really drive yourself down that hole and we'll talk yeah i, <laughs> <laughs> I if i ever get a necklace that says mama it would be bedazzled in real diamonds. So I was going to say rip it off my neck, but don't because it would probably be expensive. Worth a lot. <laughs> <laughs> probably be worth a lot of money. I'll go pawn that thing a little bit later on, though. Don't you But forget. I wonder what the husbands think. Like, are they just like, ah, oh, whatever. It's mom and her kid. You know, I, I just, 
I think they're making a shitload of money, and I think a lot of them can reconcile it in that way, where they're just like, I mean, it is kind of weird, but or this is how she is, and this is what she wants to do, and you're like, I mean, yeah, because she's probably making way more money than you are. I mean, you're you're clearly seeing the benefit of it, and I feel like that would be hard if you weren't going to make that kind of money. It would any be other hard way. to be a mom influencer who couldn't get off the ground. If you were going to be an influencer at all, you almost needed to just start out as the lifestyle and then utilize that following a big BT dubs. I got pregnant. Like now I'm a mom influencer. I don't think you could just do it now. I know. I feel like I missed the TikTok when I was in rehab, to be honest, because TikTok really started taking off in COVID, but I was um, busy in rehab. So yeah, I, I really I'm waiting for the next big um, the next the next thing, the next thing. At this point, it is hard to be like, okay, well, how do I, how am I just actress or how am I just like a one thing without having it tie back? And I don't know that you can do that. Yeah, I think with stand up, if I could, my problem is with posting clips is like every, every fucking show I tape, something goes wrong with the clip and then I have a mental breakdown. Like, I'm never going to get a clip. <laughs> I'm never going to get a goddamn clip. Um, but, I think I've been so obsessed with comparing myself to people on the internet that I personally am like, do I just delete Instagram off my phone? Because it, it's so, yeah. it's so easy to get sucked in. But then so like, I'm like, what is this world? Yeah. Who are these people? Like, Why do I care? I do wish we could go back to a time where you see a group of people you haven't seen in five years and you can actually catch up and hear what their life is like. Yeah. As opposed to being like, oh, I saw on Instagram that you, you know, spent a summer in Colombia. How was that? Like, and I love that that's not a creepy thing to say. I love and hate. Even, oh my God, this, so I'm on um, every dating app there is. Right. Every single dating app. Good. Have you heard of Field? Yes. It's like the sex app? Yeah. I have it. Mm -hmm. But I I swear to God, I've never met up with anyone. I just have it. The most I've done is I <laughs> had phone sex with a French guy and then we blocked each other. Nice. Um... But I, I downloaded just to see what the hubbub was all about. Oh, yeah. You Curiosity, know? baby. I truly haven't been on it in like months. Like I just I, I also am too scared to meet up with someone from field because yeah. it's not your real name. And I'm like, it just feels gross. But it's interesting to see what's happening in the field. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's Hashtag just, not an ad. Yeah, but I don't. I have never, and I just want to clarify, I <laughs> I sound like I'm getting defensive. I've never met up with someone. Guys, I swear. <laughs> I just have it to look at people's dicks sometimes, okay? Sometimes I want a little dick to whack off to, and I want it to be a little personal, okay? <laughs> but I've never met up with someone, nor do I plan on it, because it freaks me out, and I don't want to be in another ne Netflix documentary series. Or I don't want... <laughs> I've, I've never been in one obviously i've not never really just <laughs> digging this hole a little deeper <laughs> just <laughs> i don't want to be in another not that i've ever been in one and like i haven't met up with people but like i would but i don't think i, I, I mean, i'm not sure guys i'm just curious <laughs> you never know okay never say never in the words of justin bieber okay but anyway i'm on it and i like just don't think about it but i was on i'm on raya as mm -hmm. well which is not even a flex. It's me and my roommate were talking about how it's the worst fucking app. No one talks to each other. And I did see Eric Andre on there, though. Oh, nice. He did not match with me. Oh. But what can you do? <laughs> but also, if Eric Andre wasn't Eric Andre, I would not look at it, look at him on the Instagram. Right. Or look at him on, let's say, Bumble and be like, oh, this guy. Like, swipe? No. <laughs> His pictures are 
if you don't know his personality, you'd be like, this man is mentally insane. Be like, there's no. Like, he presents himself. Like, I'm like, this is an app to date women. But I guess he's like, I'm Eric Andre. Yeah. That's half. <laughs> and I liked him and he didn't match. So, okay. Anyway. So, this guy messaged me on Raya. Mm-hmm. And, and he was like, what was his... He goes, Hannah, Shane Gillis follows you? How? Which I think is hilarious because I do think Shane Gillis is um, the Taylor Swift for white men. Hmm. And anyway, I was like, I don't know. I guess he's a fan. Because what do you say to that? And he was like, by the way, I love a good Ryan Field crossover. And I'm like, oh, my God. My face isn't in Field. Because I like blur out my face. Or maybe I don't. (laughs) Gotta go check that out. (laughs) I literally like don't think about Field because I don't go on it. ever and so like this happened tonight and i was so ashamed i was like oh my god i didn't realize that real people were on field you know what i mean because i just think of it as like an app that you like sifting through (laughs) just something to do it's just kind of like i i don't use it often i just again we're not i'm getting defensive but i don't i forget that i have it and for a guy to like fucking recognize me i'm like oh my god this is this is horrible that this guy on raya did had no idea who i was but he did recognize me not from instagram not from any of my work but from a sex disgusting app and i was like i need to delete my profile that is so embarrassing (laughs) no wonder he messaged me in the first place he's like oh this girl's down and i'm like i'm really not down i really want a man to love me i'm just a curious little cat (laughs) (laughs) i'm just horny late at night and sometimes want to talk to a french man but you know about his mama (laughs) (laughs) mama mama that felt bad i i was literally like (gasps) Yeah, I was so ashamed. I was like, this is so embarrassing that he. Well, I would just be like, wait, which one were you? Well, because like, I what's your thing. My thing? No, I mean, hit, I, to <laughs> him, I'd be like, well, like, what are you doing on there? I would have just flipped it back and be like, oh, haha, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, I didn't see him on there because I, I don't go on there. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't use it. Mom, I do not go <laughs> on Guys, the sex app. Okay? Stop. <laughs> I'm like the internet needs to go away. Meanwhile, I'm looking at crotches <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I'm fully psychotic. <laughs> no. Anyway, so I don't think I'm gonna be going on a date with that guy because one, it's just embarrassing, and it's unfortunate because he's he's a hot guy. Mm. He's physically very attractive, but mentally not all there. Anyway, um, <laughs> as is, <laughs> and his name's Harry. Ugh. Anyway, it's a bummer that SAG did not, um, the strike did not end. Who knows when this podcast comes out because we are recording a little bit earlier. But um, it's a bummer because I feel like all the shit on TV right now is so bad. However, Mm -hmm. we've got one winner. Fair play on Netflix. I've, after you recommended it to me, and I'm notorious for people being like, you should watch this. I'm like, yeah, for sure. And I don't because I like to watch four shows and they're Gilmore Girls, Chopped, and Shark Tank. And I watch them constantly, and they're my comfort shows. So you should feel honored oh. that within days of making that recommendation, I'm like, I'm down. And Ryan was down, and we watched it and loved it. And I've now told like five other people, I'm like, you need to watch this show. This movie. Did movie. you watch it? <laughs> it did. Show movie. At this point, if it's on Netflix, I'm like, it's a show. It's a movie. It took three hours of my life. It could be any of those yeah, things. Yeah, it could be It could be a three-part documentary series where it could have been 20 minutes. Anyway. Um, Ryan liked it as well. Yes. I know I've got a good one because anytime shows like these come out where, I mean, no spoilers, but like the guy's not great 
it ends and I just like pivot on the couch to wait for his reaction. He's like, wow, fuck that guy. And then goes off on like tangents on like why he thought he was so horrible. I'm like, thank God. Like, this would have been horrible. Like, when we watch... If he's like, I don't get it. It's like my ex-boyfriend yeah. tried to finger me during the... um. Who's the pedophile who married his, like, daughter-in-law? And talks like this. Oh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I'm like, ooh, you gotta be more specific. <laughs> my ex tried to finger me during the Woody Allen documentary. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Not the time. <laughs> not the time. <laughs> Ironically, for Woody, maybe, but like not for you. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. we did like for during promising young woman, the same exact thing. Like at the end of it, Ryan was horrified. I'm like, okay, good, yes. So fair play on Netflix is with the girl from Bridgerton and this guy Alden. Uh, 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 I don't. Know. I don't know, but I. Did. I kept thinking he looked like Sebastian Stan. He does look like Sebastian Stan. And I like at that I said it three times and Ryan was like, No, I don't think he's as good looking as Sebastian Stan. And finally my brain just couldn't like wrap my head around that it wasn't that same person. So it's Sebastian Stan. It's Sebastian Stan and Phoebe Dinovore or whatever her name is. Yeah, I keep wanting to call her dinosaur and I'm like (laughs) so I just say Phoebe D. That's better. Phoebe D. Um but that guy Alden, Uh the Sebastian Stan, poor man Sebastian Stan. Um He only has 17,000 followers on Instagram. Really? So I DM'd his ass. Nice. <laughs> and? No response. I Yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I said, I just saw you in Fair Play and you were so talented and hot or something weird that now that I'm saying it That made loud, sense at I've the really, time. Yeah, that sounded better when I was alone in my bed. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're single, I love or like nice. something. Shoot that shot. And if you're in a relationship, I'm sorry. Yes. Which is such a girl thing to say. Be like, I hope this doesn't hurt anyone. <laughs> hope uh, it doesn't hurt anyone's feelings, but I love you. But he did not respond. Which I I was like, you know, I, I'm not a DMer and I find it so odd when random guys DM me. But a guy from a show had DM me and he was, I thought, very attractive. So I did end up hooking up with him. There so we go. It works. It does work. Yeah. For some people. That worked for Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner for, for a, a little bit. For a long... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, a, for a spell. But anyway, it is pretty pathetic that that guy is like such a monster. And I was like, he's so hot. I'm going to do But I'm like, he's an actor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like actors are... And I think if you can play that role so well... Because like a guy who's actually like that, like who's a sociopath and like is such a narcissist, I don't think you could play someone else. No. Well, and I was going to say, like, we're dancing around what this movie is about because there's no way to talk about it without giving all of it away. I think the log line is like oh, an engaged couple. Shit hits the fan when she gets a promotion at work. So basically they both work at a hedge fund and it's a secret relationship because they can't tell anyone. And um, she gets promoted and he doesn't and he loses his fucking shit and he starts just like gaslighting her. It just gets so crazy. Yeah. But it's such... A good movie. I watched it twice. I would watch it again. I think the thing is, and especially when you're a girl, you're like, this is extremely realistic. Because at first I was like, is this too on the nose? But then my dad was like, I don't understand how this could happen. And I was like, I was thinking it was too realistic. Yeah. I don't know. Just all of it. And like, I, the writing is good. I think the way they've kind of, they looped things back in a few different ways from a few scenes in the beginning. And I thought that was really good. There's a few scenes that are really difficult to watch, but they were done well. And, okay, so I guess we are giving away the ending. She does 
shit gets crazy and she stabs him in the end and you said you could have done without her stabbing yeah <laughs> him in the end and i responded i could not have <laughs> because i do think on new year's when i was uh, granted i was addicted to adderall but this guy who had been gaslighting me to be fair i met him once so it's psychotic and but he lives across the street i see him all the time now which is so awkward because nice. i sent him like 120 text messages <laughs> and he was like i don't know you <laughs> but to be fair he had tried to like come back into my life so many times meet up with me bail on me meet up with me bail on me that like but then would be like i'm thinking about like just Mm. so much it wasn't like i kept trying to like get him into my life this guy kept trying to get back into my life and then being like me calling him on a ship being like if you have a girlfriend i'm not going to and then be like oh well i guess not that you know like i i mean i don't want to say i would have stabbed the guy (laughs) but i was so angry (coughs) on new year's when he like had me fly down early and then bailed on me for brunch i was so livid i'm like i can only imagine how this girl felt she was engaged to this guy and he pretended to be happy for her and then just like cut her down every fucking second yeah. of the way i'm like and then at the end when he was just like all right i guess we're ruining it when he was like yep we're splitting up our shit like no emotion yeah that would fucking that's the shit that drives me fucking insane when a guy's like, well, yeah, I guess it's over. Whatever. Yeah. It's like, you're <sighs> <sighs> like, I, I need, if it's a big deal thing, I'm like, I, and not that I love this in the fact, in the way that I've like been in a million of these, but it's like, if it's this important to both of us, a good old fashioned screaming match, that's what I would prefer over someone like a calm, cool and collected conversation. I don't want that. I want us to be yelling at each other because then at least I know you give as much of a shit as I do. If you can button it up and pull it together and say things like rationally and succinctly, I'm like, no, you should be like, why aren't you mad about this? That's like when the guy who I dated, Mm -hmm. when he broke up with me, he was like, okay, I'm going to drop your shit off at the hotel. And I expected there to be a letter in there being like, I'm sorry it didn't work out. Like, I did have strong feelings for you. It was nothing. It was just my shit in a bag. Mm -hmm. That fucking wrecked me i ended up throwing it down a garbage bin and my fucking um watch was in there which was like a nice watch that i bought for myself um but i was so i remember being like how you like lived with me Mm -hmm. we like traveled together and for you to like bag up my shit and not give a shit that that blew my mind i was like how do men do this no i can't stand it I feel like I can hold myself together for a lot, but I would have like with her, like the stabbing thing just bothered me. Cause I'm like, I wanted her and she sort of does. She like absolutely wrecks him verbally, which is my preferred method. Like I'm not so good with actually punching someone. I wouldn't like getting into a physical fight. I've wasted a lot of money on my teeth. I really don't want to have to redo that. So don't hit me in the face. But if we're going to fight and I'm mad enough I have things to say. And she does say a lot to him that just like totally tears him down, which I loved. And I think that's why I didn't need the stabbing because I'm like, no, I just need her to say more of the mean, mean, mean things that like if there was any inkling of them getting back together, you'd be like, fuck, you can't bounce back from that. Like can't apologize your way from that one. But knowing that they probably weren't going to and knowing all the shit he had done throughout the movie. And I'm like, no, just keep saying that stuff. Like, say the mean things. That's more, that's worth it to me more than, like, I also didn't think of it as a stabbing. It was more of, like, a slashing. Well, I think that's what they tried to do. It It was, like, she didn't want to, like, kill him. She wanted him to feel something. Yeah. Like, you must feel my pain. Which is, like, 
awesome. <laughs> I guess I sound like a serial killer. How to be on the next New York Post article. <laughs> Girl loses her mind and stabs her boyfriend. I'm like, whoopsies. <laughs> and then this podcast is just me being like, well, guys. I mean. But finally goes viral, though. <laughs> no, I, I don't believe in physical violence, but I do think there's this level. My, my friend and I were discussing. I had a very verbally abusive boss when mm-hmm. I lived in LA. Like, he would, like, for example, his son had allergies and i bought him benadryl he said go get him benadryl he had a list of things for me to do and i texted him a photo and he goes yes perfect and i said awesome great and i his son came home he was having really bad allergies he's like can i have a benadryl and i was like yeah of course and i gave it to him and then the dad came home that night and he looked at the box and he goes this is fucking grape i was like yeah i texted it to you he goes you think your texts mean anything to me you think i actually look at what you send me and he throws the box and it misses misses my head and it slams against the wall. And he was like, you fucking poisoned my son. With grape? With grape. He said, the, like, the, you know, like the food coloring. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. But then a part of me, I was like, I wish that box had fucking hit my head. So then I could prove that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was just shit like that where I'm like, that is technically abuse, but it's not enough to bring it to, like. Yeah. No, I mean, that's how my old job was, where it's just like doing something and being so terrified of doing it wrong that you either inevitably do it wrong because the anxiety is just like through the roof or you do it well because there are certain things that if they're on like a timeline, good enough for what I was asked to do, good enough and done was better than not done and like needing it done perfect because I'm like, that's just not going to happen. And there were so many instances like I have a very direct memory, which I think this was my tipping point where I was just like, fuck this place, but also I will go throw myself in front of a cab, whichever comes first. Where I'd done something not wrong, just not as perfectly as either my boss wanted it done or one of the other girls who fucking sucks wanted it done or something. And I was asked, they're they're like, they're like, do you understand why this isn't right? And honestly, the answer was no. And I'm like, I'm sure I can figure it out. Like if you just tell me what I need to, like if you just tell me what it is that was wrong or whatever. And they're like, are you, they're like, so you're either really confused or you're just stupid. You need to tell us which one it is. And after that I was like, nah, I'm, I'm out. And it's also just the thing where it's like, what? Let's take a step back. And in terms of your boss and Benadryl for your kid, it's like, it's allergies. At the end of the day, he doesn't have allergies for the next 10 years. He has them for the next like day. The grape whatever isn't good. The red 40 isn't going to do that much damage. In the case of this, I'm like, it's done. It doesn't matter that much. And this job doesn't matter that much. We don't matter that much to the people that we're working for. So like, what the fuck do you care? Why do you care this much about this? And that was when I was just like, I'm not cut out for this job. And they told me the same thing. So (laughs) yeah, you're not making the. What do they say? You're not making the cut. Oh, I think it really was like, you're just not cut out for this type of thing. Um, I would have responded, um, being a little bitch, you're right. Yeah, being someone's bitch, you're right. But congratulations on going to Oxford and living with your parents and this is what you do for a job. We might have to cut that, but maybe not. Um, But I guess that's the opposite of what we're saying of like... It's your tipping point. Like, it looks different for everyone, but you push someone enough and that's like months and months of that. It was months and... Like, it's not just somebody saying it the first time and being like, oh my God, fuck this. You need it to happen enough because... The tipping point is either you're internalizing it to the point where you're like, am I stupid? Or like, am I poisoning your kid? Like, am I trying to sabotage my relationship like for the movie? Yeah, exactly. 
and <laughs> with my boss by the time he said you're poisoning my kid his son would be like my dad's a psychopath why do you work here <laughs> and then you feel better see you need that person though i'm like it's one thing because there was granted there were there was a normal girl at this job who like would be normal and apologize and when clients would make stupid choices or other coworkers would do stupid shit and be dicks she would just kind of be like yeah dude i don't and I'm like, okay, well, that's not entirely great because I need you to say it louder. But the fact that you're saying it at all helps a little bit. I know because when you're in these, and I think that's what the power of the movie is to back, to bring it back to fair play is like, I think what made it so believable was that like their relationship had to be a secret. Mm-hmm. So like they were isolated from their coworkers or whoever. They were really Family, in this bubble like, together. Yeah, they were really in this bubble together and he could control her mm-hmm. or not control her but manipulate her yeah but i guess yeah stabbing him i shouldn't say that stabbing is good i just think that like <laughs> after he abused her he because he did end up abusing her physically yeah. i i wasn't like okay she really lost it in the end i'm like no i was right there the whole time yeah oh it was just it was waiting for it to happen because when you're watching it happen to someone you're like no like you have nothing to apologize. Like, it's the thing you would do with your friends at brunch with their, if they were telling you, like, a story. You'd be like, no, fuck him. You didn't do anything wrong. Like, all this stuff. And the more you hear those stories, you're like, wait a minute. What the fuck is going on? Like, why haven't you snapped yet? So as a girl watching it and also being like, girl boss, you're kind of like, yeah, no, dude, do whatever you need to do. Like, take care of it however you need to take care of it. Again, not condoning physical violence, but, like, I get it. But, yeah, I recommend uh, watching Fair Play. Hopefully I can cut this up and make it not so... Um, dead giveaway. <laughs> dead giveaway. Uh, two things. I wrote down things I want to talk about on the podcast. One of them. So I've been going to Core Power. We actually ended up cutting it from the last episode talking about Core Power mm-hmm. because it was not recording when we talked about it. But I've been going to Core Power right. Yoga. And the other night I did Spooky Sculpt. Oh! <laughs> which is where you do hot yoga, but it's like sculpt. So it's like you do... Um, I think I've done that. Yeah, it's not. You use weights. You're using weights and it's like a lot. It's kind of like cardio. It's cardio in a heated room, which sounds like a fucking nightmare. And you're not wrong. Like, I know I ended up I've never done this in a workout class. I've seen other people do it. And I've been like, okay, relax, buddy. But I poured a whole water bottle. I like poured water on my head. I was like, this is so fucking hot. That's why I do like male teachers because they're they're like, let's fucking go, bitches. Yeah. But this guy was a little obnoxious. He would be like, it was spooky sculpt. Mm hmm. So it was like, you know, just like very Halloween tunes. Uh. And he he brought a fan out and he was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Miley. Sorry, Miley. Scared my dog. But like, ah! Ah! Like squawking. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. But then at the end, the last song, you know, they try to do the whole namaste thing. And he was like, all right, I need you to believe in yourself and believe in your... Um, believe in your heart that you can be anything you want to be you know just doing the whole yoga speak and the song that was playing is scooby dooby doo (laughs) (laughs) where are you didn't time this one out well but i was like he picked the playlist so for the namaste song where we have to believe in our hearts that we can do anything i have fucking scooby in the back being like yeah no we got some things to do (laughs) now i'm like Talk about lack of self-awareness. I was like, he thinks that he is making a difference right now. Yes. <laughs> and I, I I was like, thankfully I was in the back, but I was like. <laughs> 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 that always happens to me in yoga class. I took a Y7 yoga uh-huh. class, which is like 
you listen to hardcore hip hop music and hot yoga, which is like <laughs> the level of cultural appropriation <laughs> in a Y seven off room. the charts. <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> yeah, they have like Snoop Dogg doing Namaste. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this was created by a white woman, but anyway. Um, I like the music. I just like listening to Rihanna while I'm, you know, doing a trip. Well, it's pose. also because, like, I think I don't go to. I'm not like a Namaste kind of yogi i like to go i need to, i'm there to stretch i'm there to like do something and i'm there to like actually get a workout in so i can't do just like regular regular really get in touch with your third eye yoga no i need to i need there to be hip-hop playing i need kendrick lamar playing i need it to be hot and i need us to be moving at a little bit of a clip exactly but i was in a y7 class yeah. with my friend and we were laying we were in the laying down pose and she was like I, I just find it so funny when yoga teachers, they get in their yoga voice. I love yoga voice. It's so, this teacher, she was like, you know, Rihanna started playing. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> and she was like, you know, we're going to warm up today and things don't always go to plan. Like, you know, the other day <laughs> I came into the studio and I tricked the alarm system <laughs> <laughs> and the sirens were going off and then the police showed up. <laughs> it was like, like are we not supposed to laugh like i was like sitting there my friend was like you were literally the exorcist <laughs> of emily rose on your mat because i was like Wait, vibrating she's like yeah and then the you know the um the fire department came and they ran up the stairs and i was alone in the studio and you know we couldn't get off it's like what the f where is this going <laughs> you know i can't even tell you where the story went because it went literally nowhere and <laughs> so I was at that like, point you're trying to not pee your pants yeah and i'm like are you trying to make us relax because i have anxiety for this story <laughs> are you trying to get something off your chest <laughs> did something happen <laughs> yeah why did i pay 40 dollars to hear you let that like see a therapist yeah why are you teaching yoga this way but they do it in a voice that's like and then the guns went off you know? <laughs> <You're> like what <laughs> holy shit <laughs> yeah so um I went to one the other day. I'm trying to remember where it was. But again, with yoga, like I still leave yoga relaxed from the stretching or the core power or whatever we've done that day. But I've like I know I've done something and I've never left a workout class more pissed off because when I'm doing something hard, especially in hot yoga or just like you're holding a pose, or you're doing something where it's difficult. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I don't need you to remind me it's difficult because I'm doing it. I need someone to just be like very expectant of me like. Yeah, and this is what you're going to do, so do it. And you're like, okay. Yeah, but yoga has an opposite approach. They're like, you should congratulate yourself for coming in today. It's like, really? We're already giving up? Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been here five minutes. Th I'm not a participation trophy kind of girl. Like I'm not either. I'm too competitive. Yeah, even in yoga. I'm looking around constantly. You think I'm not watching the whole time? But, like, I'm competitive until somebody pop up, pops up into, like, a forearm stand. I'm like, oops, she got me. I'm like, oh, you were on your fucking high school dance team, weren't you? Like, this is the best you can do. So are we. But look at us. We placed eighth every time. We were not good <laughs> at all. And it's fine. Because Talk about cultural appropriation is our hip-hop competition dance. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, we have been going for a bit. So to round out this episode, I, um, I one of the things I wrote was a bagel I ate the other day. I decided to get groovy with my bagel order mm. because I've been I've I've had some depression. So I've been trying to like mix things up, you know, and 
on Saturday, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to that new bagel place, Leon's. Have you heard of Leon's Bagel? It's no. right next to Papa Bagel. But there's a long line. There's a bunch of people. I'm like, okay, I'll go, you know, try to socialize. I don't know. Just trying to, like, be a part of something. It's like, I, I don't want to go to a bar. I can't go to a bar and, like, try to meet people. So I'm like, maybe I'll meet people at this fucking bagel place. And um i met no one by the way one guy was like super nice to me and was like obsessed with miley but then he was hugging his girlfriend the whole time so i'm like it's either me or her (laughs) (laughs) choose (laughs) what do you mean you're trying to socialize with me and my dog you're like he's like what's her name i'm like why do you care your girlfriend's right there (laughs) it's called pick me over here (laughs) i'm like me or her choose now (laughs) i'm like oh what kind of dog is she oh uh, cool and then he was like when did you order is your bagel i'm like why are you fucking talking to me that means he's not from here. That's the problem. He just moved here from like Idaho a month ago. Yeah. Well, he hasn't it, figured out that nobody fucking likes each other yet. It doesn't. It didn't sit well with me. I, it shouldn't. <laughs> and that, you know what bothered me about the most is he was just trying to be a nice guy. Anyway. So. <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole. The bagel I got, I, I decided to get, you know, groovy with it. I right. decided to mix things up. Mm. And I asked the woman. I was like, what do you get? Like, what do you suggest? And she was like, an everything bagel, bacon, egg, and cheese Mm -hmm. with chili crisps and hot honey. And I was like, I don't know. Okay, I'll do it. (laughs) Which is also, like, not a food to, like, meet people while eating. (laughs) (laughs) The one that falls apart. Like, you have to. The bag comes out wet. Yeah. (laughs) You literally have to. in like fold your entire body over in on itself just to consume it (laughs) yeah yeah and good your face comes out red because the sauce is everywhere this was the most disgusting (laughs) oh oh that's so disappointing it was so disappointing first of all their chili flakes had peanuts in it which you gotta warn me on that you can't say chili i was thinking chili flakes that you Put on your pizza. Yeah. You know, the kind that comes in the packet. No. These were fucking flakes, and there were peanuts involved. And I was like, I'm going to vomit. I was so... It w- it made me ill. That's sad. It... Anyway. But then, I went back and got another one plain. Uh-huh. And put honey on it. Just regular honey. Like she- cream cheese and honey? No. Like oh, bacon, honey? Bacon, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese with, like, regular honey on okay. it. Okay. <laughs> It's delicious. And my roommate goes, yeah, you're putting sugar on it. Yes. <laughs> it's like my grandmother who used to put sweet and low on her pizza. Yeah. She would like cover the whole thing with sweet and low and like Parmesan cheese. And I'm like, Jordan, look at this new invention. She's like, yeah, you're rubbing sugar all over your fucking bagel. What do you expect? I like it. Anyway, so what is your bagel order? Mine is a bacon, egg, and cheese on a cinnamon raisin bagel because you get the salty and the sweet. That's what I was trying to do with the honey. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just do that. I would leave the honey out of it because no, that's what I mean. Is just get a yeah, cinnamon because the cinnamon raisin bagel, it's just enough sweet and you get like the cinnamony part of it, but you're not fucking with anything too hard, and it's a good. Ba- I'm a big fan. I've also had it. The deli that has my heart doesn't have these, but I've also had it on a French toast bagel. My crazy ex boyfriend and I, mm-hmm. um, we I shouldn't call him that. <laughs> <laughs> tomato tomato <laughs> we've all got one his real name look him up on linkedin <laughs> um <laughs> we would get everything bagels with strawberry cream cheese oh so it kind of has that yeah I, the idea of like a sweet and salty mix because i used to think i was a sweetie girl turns out i'm a combo i'm a combo too i definitely have a sweet tooth but 
I've hit the point where I can like get over that edge and like too much salty I can do it but combine them all day long like the almond butter filled pretzel nuggets from Trader Joe's give me a bag of those my stomach will hate me because I don't know what's in them that makes the chocolate covered stuffed pretzels those are also good I'm just talking the plain pretzel nuggets but stuffed with almond butter or peanut butter I don't really care but it's just a little bit of sweet and salty, and those are crack. Yeah, those are pretty good. Um, I, speaking of that, on top of that, I was looking into getting Ozempic today. Why? Because <laughs> I thought, I'm worried if I get on antidepressant, I'm going to gain a bunch of weight. So I mean, I think it's kind of inevitable, but it's also not permanent. Yeah, it's just like balancing it yeah, out. Yeah, it's just balancing it out, and then it's like... I've had friends that have gone off of birth control and they're like, my body is freaking the fuck out. I don't know what to do. I'm like, yeah, because it's your hormones aren't regulated anymore by a pill. So well, I was trying give to it get, some time. I was trying to get ahead of it. I was right. like, maybe I'll just get on Ozempi. But yeah, but then if you go off Ozempi, then you just... It, the thing with Ozempic is like... Once you're on, you're on it. Once you're life. on, you're on. Once you're off, you're either back or worse to than what you started with and you're not starting with anything bad so don't fuck with it yeah i know my well my roommate she actually used to produce um like she was before it blew up to what it was she did all the campaigns and stuff for that and so i was telling her about it and she was like don't do it like the side effects are just it's gonna fuck you up yeah so uh, I just, I think that's funny that we were discussing bagels and I was like, and I was looking into getting (laughs) 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 but I can't, I want, I can't afford it. (coughs) It's like, what am I doing? I haven't even been prescribed medication and I haven't even tried. Yeah. I literally went to Trader Joe's and got seven dips today. Like I can just start by cutting (laughs) to one. (laughs) Do that for free and then see what Ozempic can do. Yeah. Anyway, any final words, any final thoughts? Just sending love and peace to our (laughs) to all the mamas. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.